1: You are tuned in to Americana Music Profiles. Thanks for joining us for the second season, brought to you exclusively by Americana Rhythm Music Magazine. Man, it's people like you that, that make it possible for us to get out here and
2: enjoy this life. Thank you for getting
0: in touch with me. I'm so glad you love what we do. Thank you for your help with everything, Greg. It's a wonderful wonderful thing you've got going
1: here. I'm your host and publisher, Greg Tutweiler. Now let's get to this week's show. My guest for this episode of Americana Music Profiles is John Smith. John, along with his partner Erica Haskell, in 2006 founded Free Dirt Records, born out of a preservation project the two of them were working on while employed at Smithsonian Folkways Records. Today, from their headquarters in Tacoma, D.C., they represent nearly a dozen artists, providing not just management, but also distribution and publishing administration. Well, hi, John. Welcome to the podcast today. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, man. It's good to talk to you. I appreciate the opportunity. Um, So give me a little bit of background uh, um, about yourself leading up to starting Free Dirt Records.
0: Yeah, well, um, you know, I've been in the music industry for... I don't know, about 20 years
1: now, I guess. Okay.
0: Uh, Grew up in um, Olympia, Washington, and um, after high school moved up to Seattle, and that was during the time, that was the early 90s, that's when uh, everybody was moving up to Seattle uh, (laughs) from all over the country. Right, Right, yeah. Um, Just because it was so in the news and and the music coming out of that uh, part of the world was was so... um, was so popular and so um, visible. Um, I didn't move up there because of that. I mean, I'd grown up in the Pacific Northwest. Um, I moved up there just for college. Okay. Uh, But just being in that that sort of scene and that um, that is a a really special thing to experience. Uh, I was interested in music um, earlier than that. All of that uh did not spur my uh, interest in music. I was very much interested in the business before that. Got my start working in a record store, um, became a DJ at a, a local radio station, Chaos in Olympia, Washington. Uh, was working with local music distributors in the area as an account service rep, mm-hmm. DJing at a nightclub, doing all these sorts of things, doing whatever I could to to be a part of the of the music industry. Mm-hmm. And then an opportunity came along to um, work at um, Smithsonian, the Smithsonian uh, Smithsonian Folkways Recording oh, And yeah, The, record sure. label, the cool. Smithsonian mm-hmm. Institution. And uh, I got that job and moved out to DC and uh, spent the next fifteen years there. Um, and that was that's that's the core of my uh, my industry experience. Uh, about halfway through that experience, um, I decided to uh, start a little record company on the side with one of my um, colleagues former colleagues former intern at Smithsonian mm-hmm. um, her name is Erica Haskell okay and uh, we started a little side uh, record label and uh, that's kind of how that started back in 2006
2: so
1: did you have a particular artist that you started out working with what was the what was the prompt that said yeah hey let's go ahead and do this
0: well, Erica and I, um, a couple of years before that, started working on a project for the Smithsonian. Uh, we were working with um, the late great uh, Bruce Utah Phillips uh, hmm. folk singer uh, from who lived on the in the in California for many years. Okay. Uh, Erica Haskell actually grew up with him and his wife living. On their property for a couple oh, of years, cool. so she grew up with Utah, and and she told me about that. And um, I had known about Utah through Anita Franco's connections, and just you know, learning about folk music and all of that. Working at the
1: Smithsonian, I was
0: very intrigued, and we started talking. And at that time, we found out that Utah was working on a. Uh, Sort of a greatest hits, a swan song, an anthology of sorts. Mm-hmm. And we um, got very involved with helping him do that. Okay. So we we spent the next four years producing that um, recording for him. And when we finished, we were like, that was fun. Let's try doing it again. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's where the label started pretty okay. much. After the Utah Phillips album uh, that we produced was uh, wrapped up, um, we said, yeah, let's try it again. Yeah. That's, okay. how, that's how it got started.
1: Where did the name come from? The oh, f- goodness. Free Dirt.
0: <laughs> I, free Dirt is, um, you know, when I was little, we used to drive. I was probably, what, four or five years old. And this for some reason, it's just ingrained, got ingrained in my head. <laughs> um, we used to drive this one uh, stretch of road between uh, the house that I grew up in and, uh, I don't know, the grocery store or something like that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And there was just always this humongous sign on the side of the road that said, Free Dirt. And I, that always just <laughs> was burned in my memory. Yeah. And uh, when at, when, uh, when Erica and I were thinking about names, that that just kind of popped up.
1: Yeah, um, So okay. it was
0: something that was just uh, uh, kind of ingrained in my head. And, and we were looking for something that kind of um, invokes... American roots music, sure. and that was yeah. that was the name that that,
1: that uh, came up. So, yeah, it's funny. We we have a a local bluegrass group here, and they call themselves Loose Gravel, and uh, you know oh, it comes okay. from <laughs> the road sign, you know, Loose Gravel. So I like that. That's cool. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh.
0: That's that's kind uh, of kind of how that is. It's actually
1: more fun that it's that way than some deep philosophical <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, you know, it's just that name from my childhood that kind of sticks out. You know? I know, I, like I wish I could say it
0: meant something more, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, it does not. It's, yeah, it's, it's just a sign on the
1: side of the road. Sure, okay. So, I, I, looking over some of the uh, information um, in your uh, web material here, I have a couple statements that kind of stick out for me that I'm, I'm curious about. One of them is is that um, uh you know, you're looking to create work um, that you hope educates and enlightens, and the other one was uh, seek to unearth and preserve our uh, arch- archival traditional music. Uh, tell me a little bit about what the where that's coming from.
0: Well, I, you know, working at the Smithsonian and being a part of such a great. Um, Mission-driven, historical-based record label like the like Smithsonian Folkways was was very influential on me. The the um, person that started all that was Moses Ash, who started Folkways Records uh, back in 1948, Mm -hmm. and the label Folkways Records was later acquired by the Smithsonian um, in '87.
1: Okay, and
0: uh, what Moses Ash did, what his mission was and what Smithsonian Folkway's mission is uh, now, and will continue to be, uh, definitely has an influence on what we do, so uh, preserving music, educating people, uh, having a mission than just, uh, more it's more than just entertainment, mm-hmm. and obviously music is entertainment, music um, uh, brings us a lot of joy in the world, but it does so much more than that, and we want to also focus on those other things as well. So education is a big part of uh, what we want to do: uh, enlightening people, uh, letting people know about um, you know cultures they may have not have heard of before or are underrepresented. Um, uh, subject matters of, uh, of, of authors and, and um, lecturers uh, about ideas that people have never heard, maybe have heard before or represented. Uh, those are types. Of the, those are the types of things that we um, want to strive to do, and, and um, yeah, it's a, it's a big part of, of what we do, and, and the, the core of, of what Moses Ash uh, tried to accomplish, and what Smithsonian Folkways is, is currently doing is definitely a huge influence on what we do.
1: How much of that comes into play when when you guys um, select artists that you want to work with? Do you? Do you... Do you seek them out, or are artists coming to you guys and saying, "Hey, I, I like the mission of the label. Can we work together?"
0: I think it's a little of both. Um, I, you know, we are pretty busy folks. You know, we try to get out there and and um, actively look for artists, but um, you know, it's sometimes they they just kind of fall in your lap. Mm-hmm.
1: Um
0: it, it's it's a, it's definitely a little of both. I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't know uh, what happens more really. Um, I kind of think that maybe that that people come to us a little bit more. I mean, you know, I, I think as you know, the music industry is very competitive, and there's a lot of artists sure. looking for opportunities, looking for partners, team members, um, and we get a lot of solicitations and. Um, you know, we probably see, I don't know, we probably see about between five and ten a week at this point.
1: Really? Okay. Uh,
0: which which has increased over the last couple of years. Yeah, I, mean, I, I think our imagine. profile has increased to where people are paying attention to us um, a bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, I mean, we don't have time to... Listen to all of that, but we tr- we do try. We make an effort, and uh, every once in a while, out of you know one out of maybe a hundred or so, uh, we'll hear and say, "Wow, that that actually does sound pretty good." So mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah, I, I think it's I think it's a, both. But like, uh, if you wanted to say what um, what happens more often, I, I'd say people come to us first. Yeah,
1: I, I noticed on your website you had a list of. Uh, some of the artists you work with. One of them was one of our cover artists, the Hackensaw boys. And, um, do you, do you have a number of, of artists where you feel like, okay, you know, we, we can only work with X if we work with more than that. It's probably going to stress us out. Do you, do you have a, a criteria for deciding? Cause I, I, one of the other groups was on, there was a group called the wilders who I, I love their music, but I also realized that they're not very active right now. Um, how do you determine, you know, what what's a good number to to work with in order to be able to service everyone effectively?
0: Well, right now we're we are estimating that our capacity for album releases over the course of a year is about a half a dozen. Okay. Um, depending on the project and and the release, we might be able to take on one or two more. Um, so it it actually doesn't come down to artists because just like you said, i mean we uh represent the wilders, and unfortunately, they are um inactive right now mm-hmm. I'd, I'd love to be able to tell more people about them. they are
1: oh, amazing yeah I mean they were the
0: first artists that that we really worked with um other than utah Phillips okay and um uh, I miss those guys I miss that band a lot i I'm, yeah. I'm obviously still in in contact with them, and, and uh, the individual artists in, in the band are still active, Betsy Ellis being one of them, mm-hmm. uh, who's a great, fantastic fiddle player. Uh, but, um, yeah, it just depends on how active they are. I mean, someone like Hackensaw Boys uh, are incredibly active. Um, if we were to have, you know, a number of other artists like that, I mean, we could probably handle maybe about a half dozen of those artists. Right, so, okay. Um, yeah, I mean, we like to keep it small. We're, we're grassroots, you know. We've never had any sort of huge ambitions. Of course, we'd like to be more visible. We'd like to be bigger, but we're not in it to be a, grow the company. That's not our purpose. Our mm-hmm. purpose is to uh, meet our mission, uh, make a living, and have fun doing it. Yeah. Um, you That's know,
2: cool.
0: I it, it's, it's funny because, you know, we've been uh, talking about um, a little bit about rebranding, uh, you know the, the record label, and coming up with some interesting uh, slogans and whatnot. Uh, one of one of the things that we came up with the other day was actually something that Utah Phillips used to say: uh, "Was uh, making a living, not a killing." Mm-hmm.
1: Like and that. That. <laughs> that's
0: kind. Of, and that's kind of what we, you know, we like that. We yeah. like, that's kind of how we operate. We're not um, we're not in it to be huge or anything. We're in it to to for. We have mission missions that we want to meet and we want to have fun and, sure. and we want to do it in our own way and we want to do it in the grassroots way that meets the the uh mission of of the artists that we work with as well so
1: and i think for people that maybe um are, are um a little on the outside of the industry listening to this i think it's worth mentioning too that uh you guys do other things you you work with distribution uh business and tour management um uh, publishing and administration so there's there's more uh, and i don't think all record labels are, are, are what you might call full service um so do you do that for everyone is that part of the deal if i'm a signed artist i'm going to get all of that or do you kind of pick and choose depending on what the individual needs
0: it depends on the individual needs of the artist, and any artists that aren't necessarily signed to the the record label, uh, we certainly you know consider. So, um, just because you're on the label doesn't mean that we do your publishing administration, and just because we do your publishing administration doesn't mean you're on our label. Okay. So it's it's um, yeah, it's a mixture of things. We're not doing one or all all things for all people mm-hmm. it really comes down to uh what our goals are and what the artist's goals are the artist goals being first and foremost um what they need what their goals are so when we are talking to an artist we're talking to them about what their needs are and we kind of match those with what we can do for them it's it, it's it's Individually tailored, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. We're we're not right. necessarily throwing everything down um, uh, for them. We're we're looking at what they need. And so you, it's yeah, it's not it's not all or, or, or nothing. It's it's it just depends on what they need.
1: Do you have a studio as well, or do you contract with with studios if if an artist needs a new a new product?
0: We do not have a studio. No, there's a lot of great. Studios in town. Um, in town being Washington D.C. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're on. We're located in, uh, northwest D.C. Uh, close to the Maryland uh, D.C. border. Right okay. across the right across the uh, border from us is uh, Airshow Mastering and Charlie Pilzer. That's that's one great sure. studio for sure. Yeah, there's, okay. uh, there's 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 a, a, a number of them around town. So we have lots of uh, folks that we. Like to work with and recommend, uh-huh. um, but yeah, we we don't have any uh, facilities of our own, unfortunately. It's something that we would love to do, but yeah, yeah. it's it's just a matter of priorities and resources sure. available. So okay. we we concentrate on what we're best at, and that's you know the the business side of things. We like to rely on folks like uh, Airshow and Charlie, um, you know, for the for uh-huh. the audio engineering side of things. Yeah,
1: so, okay, and and I I. I think on your website I see a piece of fairly recent news that you guys merged with a, another company. Is that right?
0: Yeah, that's um, that is uh, that is recent. That is actually, um, uh, it's not so much a merging as a merging of forces. Really, right. we have we have kept our uh, management and record label. Uh, Divisions of our companies, kind of separate under separate names. Okay. Uh, over the years, and and really, what that is is the merging of, of, of forces and, and, and merging under one name. Okay. Um, just to, so people uh, can better understand, on the surface, what what we do and what we're about. Sure. And, uh, yeah, it makes sense. It's actually just more out of convenience than anything. So yeah, I mean, as much as I'd like to say we've merged with a huge company, we we. Uh, we have not. <laughs> We've, it's, it's more of a, 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 a uh, yeah, it's just more of a, a, a um, what am I trying to say? A An collaboration of, yeah. of, okay. our, yeah. of our all of our smaller brands and yeah. bigger ones. Yeah,
1: okay. So what's what's uh, what's the future look like? Two, five, ten years? What, what do you you guys have some some bigger goals as a, as a, a record label that you're working towards? Well,
0: as as you probably know the music industry is a pretty challenging one yeah. um, i I think that we first and foremost we want to you know keep to our our mission we want to keep releasing recordings that we love um, that we feel are uh, underserved uh, and um, serve artists really mm-hmm. um, that's that's our that's our goal we don't really talk about our, our long-term plans really um, I mean I think the the fact that the music industry is changing so rapidly it's really it's a really difficult um, thing to plan for yeah um, but you know we, we you know we're taking into consideration the changing environment the new technologies the way people consume music mm-hmm. um, and you know we're I, I think we're we're gonna just stay grassroots and stay um, kind of you know keep small and, and not you know get overwhelmed by all of this change in technology too much I don't know it's, it's, it's tough to say it's it's, it's really hard to, to gauge um, where we're headed and, uh, and how we uh, proceed with that but I mean as long as we're as long as we're staying true to our mission and, and working with artists that we really enjoy uh, working with, and we really love uh, the, the, the art that they're um, releasing out into the world. Um, everything else just kind of falls into place, you know? So we don't have like a five year, um, you know, strategic plan with, with forecasting of sales and things like that. Mm -hmm. We, we we don't do a lot of that, um, for better, for worse. But, uh, um, we're just feeling it's kind of an organic thing, you know, if we, if we, if we just keep doing what we're doing, you know, we'll be, we'll be okay. Yeah. yeah. And we'll, um, and if we are doing that, then we're definitely okay. Yeah. That's what we want to do. We want to keep doing what we're doing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's cool.
0: As far as, as far as working with any specific artists, well, we don't have any, uh, immediate plans. We, we do have a schedule for, for 2017. Um, we've got a couple of, of things that, uh, That are in the works um, That I hope to be able to announce soon But um, um, Yeah, we're just going to keep doing What we do and releasing albums and serving artists
1: And if people want to Track you down, either they want to know more About what you do or maybe Look to purchase music from some of the artists Or or, or maybe Not to make your job any more difficult But if an artist wants to uh, Pursue a conversation with you about maybe uh, Working together, how can People reach out to you, find you. Where where can they get a hold of you at?
0: The website's the best uh, way to get a hold of us. Uh, it, it's always best to, to check out what we're actually doing and have a have a closer look at uh, our mission. Our mission statements
1: sure. and
0: what we are looking to accomplish and and uh, the types of artists that we work with. Um, you know, I, I think it's important for artists that are looking for team members and partners to to do their homework a little bit and, mm-hmm. and uh, look at what those potential partners, uh, what else they're doing, and seeing if it's a good fit. If, you, if they think it's a good fit, then, then they should reach out. And like I said, we try our best to, um, you know, listen to unsolicited material, um, you know, listen to uh, submissions like that. We... Certainly can't promise to get to everything, but we, we do try. Sure. Um, and, if, and if and if an artist is interested, they can certainly reach out via the email address on the on the website. Uh, we'll do our best um, to you know try to have a listen. And and one thing going back to what we were talking about with um, what we you know like to do in the next two to five years. I mean, one one thing is is that we would like to work with um local artists local being the mid-atlantic region uh-huh. um it's something that we haven't done a whole lot in the past um and not because we not for any specific reason it's just uh, opportunities have come up to work with uh artists from other regions in the country and um yeah i mean we we recognize that there are um there's a lot of talented artists here in the uh, mid-atlantic region right. and, and uh we are we are looking to maybe put a little bit more emphasis on
1: that. So and the website is freedirt.net, is that correct? That is
0: correct. Yeah. Okay,
1: www.freedirt.net. Thanks, Sean. Good stuff, man. I appreciate the opportunity to uh, to learn more about what you guys do.